Bingo. Fuck yeah. Man, for, the, for the first one minute of the podcast, let's just start with you chewing. Yeah. Ready? Like, ready? All right, ready? Take Into a good the mic. Into the mic, please. Go. Breathing, too? Or just the eating? Some people hear me breathing. I think you'll do the up. breathing no matter what. <laughs> yeah, bro. People send in a comment. Somebody <laughs> sent a comment the other day about my breathing, and Ash was like, Were you I, I don't know what. No, but it was like, did you know it was like you, that you were breathing in the microphone like that? The whole episode, it was labeled. As, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. But there was a part due one day that I think I noticed you were breathing heavy in the mic or something. I mean, it's funny, too, because that like big people breathe heavy like that and they don't realize it, you know? Yeah. But Matt, but Matt, you're not that big, but you just, you got big tendencies. But yeah, I'm just a big. You got those tendencies. I have to get attention with everything I do, including breathing. <laughs> now, Matt, I will say something I noticed. This doesn't sound to, good. I'm not trying to alarm you. Or this don't sound okay. good. It's a, it was a mole. <laughs> when you when we went, we would go to bed on tour. Yeah. Usually you and I slept together or whatever. And uh-huh. I know, you know, I snore or whatever. But Matt, he when Matt coughs now, yeah. it feels a little old. Yeah. Or something or so, mm-hmm. something's happening with that call. Yeah. Now you think mm-hmm. that's from oh. the vapes and whatnot? Ooh. I stopped I stopped vaping and have no cough at all and I was vaping on tour. Oh, so you know you what just I'm saying? Started, oh okay. yeah. 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 So that is a real but issue. It hits you that I recognize that's why well, yeah, it does. When you lay down, I guess. Mm-hmm. You got popcorn lung. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, I mean if I've been vaping, then it makes me cough. I mean that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Vape is bad. It might be. Yeah. It, it's bad because I smoked a c- cigarette on a- and nothing, but I hit a vape and it makes you kills cough. me. Yeah, it yeah. makes me like. Oh yeah, it makes me cough. I don't. I don't understand. It seems to me to make sense that it's better for you, but I just don't know. Well, it you know has I mean? less of some bad stuff, but if there's if it's bad, it's le- not studied or understood what exactly is bad about it. Whereas with smoking, yeah. it's well. Known. The thing about weed to me is, I, I'm assuming that if you smoke a blunt. It's less potent, right? Because people smoke like full blunts and are don't seem like crazy high. But if I take a few puffs off a like a couple of puffs off a pen, I'm gone, man. I don't know. I mean, it's unbelievable. Maybe, yeah, maybe it just, it's more pot- potent. I, mean, you th- I just don't ever. And the smell is so bad. That was what's so funny on my uh, 40th birthday. I don't know if y'all remember this story, but I made Jess promise me when we got married that on my 40th birthday, her and I would smoke weed together. She promised. And then she kind of built out a little bit. Like uh, <laughs> she did, but it was like one tiny puff. And you know, when people don't totally breathe it in, yeah. um, she was spooked by it. But it, I smoked it, but I got so paranoid because it smelled so bad. So at first, when I smoked it, I was just in my backyard and I went, and I coughed. And you know, I did like three or four puffs because I was super scared. And I rolled it so bad. I mean, if you'd have seen that blunt, it was the saddest thing ever on my 40th birthday by myself in my backyard, smoking a blunt for the first time in 20 years more or more, maybe more than that. And, uh, and then, but I did get high and I immediately was petrified that my neighbor smelled the weed and were going to tell on me like to the police, like call the police. Yeah. I thought. Any minute, I'm going to see a police car in my front yard. He's going to go, sir, we need to check the house. 
And that's how paranoid they I was. Gonna, the you would let yeah. then they go search the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already had it. I I went and like kind of buried the weed in my backyard. <laughs> and I was I in my mind I was I was high and in my mind I was like, if they if they if they come, I'm gonna say, I got nothing to hide, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look around. Yeah, yeah. Come on in. Where, where, what you want me to show you first? You know what I mean? Like I thought, I thought in my mind I would try to be real cool like that, and because they would go, well, if he's letting us in, you know. But I figured I mean, you'd it, have to go that you, you smelled it too, and you were real, you were you were pissed about it as well. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and you th- and point out the next neighbor over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's, that's a great a good, idea. I wish I'd have thought yeah, just of that. To be like, I'm well, who's glad you're smoking here. illegal? I'm weed? glad you're. Fi- what took you so long? This yeah. has been driving me crazy. <laughs> I got kids, man. Come on, <laughs> I got Steve. Kids. You can't find who did this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start laughing in their face. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, it was funny too because talking about breathing, I think we talked about it on the maybe the last podcast. I'm not sure, but how high I got and you were eating candy in bed. Did I talk about that? Yeah, we if, talked a little bit about it. Yeah, okay. Let me. I still want to talk about it again. So I was out of my mind high. What town were we in? Where was San that? Antonio? Maybe That's San Antonio, right? Yeah. Austin. After, after uh, Josh had torn his Achilles and everything. Well, we had that. Somebody brought us. Oh, that's right. Maybe I talked about all this. Somebody brought us all that uh, weed, like cereal, and we we had like uh, Rice Krispie treats and all that stuff. And I was just, I couldn't believe how high I was, though. Like, I mean, I was out of my mind, and I didn't know it even. Like, when I laid down to go to sleep, I was like, I guess I, maybe I drank a little bit too much, whatever, but I didn't, I didn't take in consideration how much of that uh, Rice, Rice Krispie treat I ate. <laughs> and then I had a... Like that was two, Houston. Two good, two or th- oh, yeah. actually three good scoops of the weed cereal. And I think I hit the, I think I actually hit the pin and I drank a lot of beer and alcohol. So when I laid down, I was, you know, and then minutes, I guess later, it felt like hours. I thought I'd been asleep for, I promise you when I woke up, I thought for sure it's three in the morning. There was no doubt in my mind. Right. And we went, we laid down at like maybe 11 or or 12 at night, I guess maybe midnight. So I thought it was three hours later and in the moonlight that I just, hear that breathing and that opening of wrappers of candy and it's Matt and I just see a silhouette and I was like three hours later Matt is laying in bed breathing like that eating what at Smarties <laughs> Smarties for sure because the rapper you could hear it yeah and I just and I just couldn't believe it so I'm but sorry. Then later, my favorite but then, candy but then later Matt said that was like eight minutes yeah. yeah 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 like almost <laughs> no time now when we first started the tour we went to Tulsa Got there the night before. So we made the long drive all the way because Gillespie was going to be there and we were going to hang out staying at a casino. And uh, we got there, took some weed, and we went. Oh, yeah, it was cool because, remember, we didn't really want to eat at the casino. We were trying to find somewhere else, but then we decided to go to this casino place. Oh, sage in Tulsa. food was unbelievable. I'll give them a shout out. so good. And I started getting high. Yeah. pretty high and yeah. the food i mean i think we all thought the food tasted great it was a it terrific did. restaurant it was amazing it was terrific but being high also i was just like oh my yeah gosh this food is amazing and so after we were done and we got up and started to walk out and do a little gambling yeah that was my highest point 
when you were gambling. Well, no, no, no. Before that, we walked out into the casino. Oh, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. was like, all right, I am very high. Yeah. And that was the moment I thought this could go downhill quick. Yeah, yeah. But I had to make a decision there. I had to. It, it's funny because you think about, like, if I had let myself maybe go f- higher or farther or kind of lose control, yeah. I think I could have pretty easily not lose control. Like lose control, <laughs> <laughs> get tired or like, you know, just kind of let it take over. Right. But I was like, all right, I'm going to focus my mind and just push through this highest point. And I did. And then we gambled and it was a blast, you know, yeah. but no, it was for, so for fun. a few minutes there, I thought, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. That's kind of when you figure out what wavelength you're going to go down, how abstract yeah. or concrete or high or low or paranoid or fun or laughing. And, and I don't know. Do you feel like you have a choice there? Huh? Like you noticed as a choice. I, at that moment, I felt like I had a choice because a lot of people do not experience that as a choice. But, I, but I, I think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, there's some choice, there's some possibility of awareness and choice uh, involved, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it was right on that cusp where I still had enough control to push through it, mm-hmm. but it could go, it could have gotten worse. That night I ate all that though. I woke up and I was like, I'm cold. I'm kind of shivering. And then I could not stop shivering for like 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes. Maybe that was only one minute, but I felt like 10 <laughs> minutes. I was just like, and my jaw was clenched. And I was like, I mean, I was like, I can't stop my body right now. Cause I was so gone. Like, if I get, if it really hits me, I get a chill, like a little shaky. I don't know what that is. I don't know why weed would do that to me, but I get actually, it feels like I'm outside in a t-shirt and it's like, you know, 40 degrees, 45 <laughs> degrees. It feels like that. Maybe 50 degrees. I mean, I'll tell you what's the like same that. as a drug. It, I mean, it just has to be the same is on stage when I, some parts of you scream for a long time and then run. Like oh, over yeah. exert that and then almost pass out because of I just I guess oxygen yeah. deprivation. But the levels that I'm sometimes push the oxygen deprivation is really can be alarming and it almost it goes almost tunnel and you go yeah. oh shit I'm not going to be here and and then you hang on and it comes back like the you know whatever that is but that you know that happens sometimes it happened a few times on this tour but one time it happened to where I thought, oh, I might be about to go down on the floor or something, and <laughs> and stage. then and then after that, the second that I made, it's like, no, I'm not. I'm wait, and then that that exact second was just like this so crazy perceptual experience where I was nowhere near the stage or y'all or anything, you know, like just like sitting and whoa, and then all of a sudden, like I couldn't hear the music anymore, and God, I was thinking, oh, I am so, I am so lost, and this wasn't drugs, or this is just lack of oxygen. Maybe, maybe you had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, wait a minute, where's the music, and uh-oh, and then I was starting to think, well, I, this is, I, I thought it was so cool, like the mental state that I was in, um, right. just because it was like a drug trip or something. I was like seeing colors, and I couldn't hear the music anymore or anything. And then I was like, but I'm, this is really bad because now I'm making this music sound terrible. I have no idea what I'm playing. And it was, I can't believe Damn. how long it lasted. It, and then I snapped back and realized it had been about a measure and a half. But I, it felt like there was two wow. minutes where I was not with y'all anymore. It's so funny how time works. And it was like, a core, it didn't, whatever it was, it was fine. Nothing happened during the time I'm describing. But it did feel like, I would say it probably felt like 40 seconds but it probably was four. That's crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, that's happened to me several times. Not not always the tunnel, but, you know, like, feeling like, oh, no, I can't <laughs> even breathe. And yeah. then you, <laughs> I mean, especially on concussion, when we play concussion, mm-hmm. yeah. it's yeah, high, that's the and there's a lot of words and stuff. And I'm just like, every time I feel like my stomach is about to explode, and then I'm just like, <laughs> and we, we played that in Colorado, too. At, yeah, that's hard. You know, being a mile high, and I noticed yeah. that big time that's um crazy when because it's uh you you're getting those those breath those deep the deepest breaths you're like oh, crap i'm out again and you, and you just feel your muscles yeah. like your because you go i've only got a split second and you just had to like to do the breath is like hard work like to just do oh, the yeah. muscles needed that fast and that hard between yeah. it is a whole nother you know thing it's really crazy yeah. like I, it's a very athletic t- yeah. thing that happens there's been tons of times where yeah it just like it's the tunnel comes and I go, oh, and I, w- and I wasn't really expecting. I was going hard and then on stage or whatever. And then all of a sudden there's a the tunnel. tunnel. Comes. And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, shit. Like, there's just a tunnel comes. And I'm like, well, I, I, I wasn't doing that. I didn't. And then I go, will it go away? Will the tunnel close? <laughs> yeah, yeah, will it close? Or will or the will tunnel back? go back yeah. open? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it, so far it's always gone back open. But at some point. It seems it like won't. you could close that tunnel by so it's easy. Very easy. Like, I mean, it's lagging, like yeah. how much it happens is lagging a little bit yes. yeah. when you're, you know, there's, I don't know what that delay is, but it's, it's enough to notice it. Like what, what is it? I mean, that feels so artificial or something to me. It's like yeah. circle closing, like some weird <laughs> way your brain. It is just shutting it down happen. because it's your visual so system requires a lot of energy and it's yeah. shut, fucking shutting it down. We're not going to use that right now <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. I passed out one time giving blood. You in, did? In high, in high school. Well, no, I gave it. I gave it, and I was done. And I, they said, okay, there's some orange juice and cookie or whatever over there. And I was like, okay. So I go over there, and I'm standing in line. There's three or four people in front of me. Yeah. And during that time, I guess, it's just I should I needed it quicker. So, and then all of a sudden, the tunnel, and it, it closed. And I, yeah, they said I hit my head on the wall. And fell. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I woke up. I was like, man, I feel so much better. Like right after I woke up, I, the first felt feeling great. I had was I feel so much better. Wow. Because I guess your energy is so low or your blood sugar or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And it's just like no energy, you know, and then you wake up. It's like back. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they say when like a, a fighter gets knocked out, that they come back and they they seem pretty good, but they literally don't remember that moment. Yeah. You know, and like they, a lot of times, uh, they say that they, what, they'll still they'll start fighting the referee because the referee's around oh, yeah. them or whatever. Or they they go, no, I was I didn't tap or I didn't do something or you know they didn't get knocked out in the ring by Mike Tyson or whatever. They just don't Crazy. remember it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the brain shutting off is very freaky to me. Very freaky. Like <laughs> it is on, and you did not go. I'm turning it off by going to sleep. It shut off. It shut you down. I mean, yeah. what is that? What is to, that? To, to conserve resources? Yeah, but I mean, that's like it goes. Oh, in order to try and stay alive, you can't be conscious anymore. the The question is, why does it that's ever let crazy. you? Crazy. Uh, why does it ever let you do your thing in the first place? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like and, the only reason you have the oh sight God, is here for we go. to do stuff with it, and if you you know what I mean, so it doesn't need it. Yeah. It, it doesn't need you to be conscious unless it needs you. 
Otherwise, you'd just be sleeping all the time, which would be fine with it. But it needs you yeah. to like wake up and go do stuff. So sometimes. But I mean, it's it's the way you're talking about it. I don't like. I don't like okay. what you're saying here because <laughs> you are implying, and I don't know if you mean to do this, that it it's like not you even. That's, uh, yeah, that's that is. Part, or it is you, you and you. You're part you, of it. But it's it's you're like, you're a part of it. Your consciousness, you're saying. <laughs> Is the same as of you. your finger or your lungs. It's a part of all of that. Yeah, and your consciousness is just one part, and, and one maybe part. not even the most part, most and, important. It's and, just and, a and maybe section. not the only conscious part. What does that mean? <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Where the hell are you, you taking us? You, you know when the, they had the split brain Some patients. Bullshit. Do you know the split brain patients where they're. The, the brain, brain hemispheres. Patients. It's called <laughs> right. split brain patients because you have a left and a right uh -huh. hemisphere, and then they're connected. And if that connection is severed, they don't communicate. Those two hemispheres don't talk with each other. Yeah. Right? And so weird stuff happens. Like sometimes they'll go to put a necktie on. There's a lot of studies about it. They'll go put on a necktie, and one hand will try to rip it off and throw it away, and the other hand is trying to tie the tie. Whoa. It, that, you know what I mean? It, it's, it actually moves different. It can move different yeah. parts of your body. Yes. Like each one can control. That's yes. crazy. Yeah. You could think of it like that. You might be a, s a series of nested consciousnesses and you're just the this one. You don't have access yeah. to the rest of them or the unconscious or subconscious. I mean, but there's an interplay in a very networked system that you are. And this part of you you're, is just a part, you know, but there's wow. more than just you in, going on over there. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's just wild. not real. You're more of the press secretary for the it, for the system. It's, you have a role to play. It's just too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it can be real. It's just too complicated. How does it get there? <laughs> how, does, how does it get here? Right. From the how beginning. How does it get here? How does it get here? How does it get here? I mean, it can't be real. I don't know how. It's not real. It's not real. It's not but real. It is real because it's happening. No. It's, Who says? It's, Prove it. It's happening. Prove the thing it. You're, you're freaking you out is a thing that's happening that got You don't have any somehow. clue what I'm and, experiencing. And any right now. explanation is insane. Uh, you, yeah, you're in the Truman Show. You're an actor. Yeah. You're trying yeah, to okay. trick me and Devin. Devin's on to something. He's oh, got I'm me going, to. and now Matt's like, wait. Matt's he's, he, and that's in his earpiece. They're saying, hey, yeah, don't I'm having them. to don't like, really work hard to do, hold it hey, together. Uh, uh. Right now they're saying in Matt's ear, don't, hey, Devin's saying this isn't real. You have to fucking get this. <laughs> no, it's Stop real. It now. It's no, real it's because not. you're experiencing it. That's bullshit. Who knows what that, you're experiencing? That doesn't make any sense. You are experiencing something that is obviously real because your experience is real that you're having. That's the undeniable no, part. I, I get that. But so that got here. The experience you're having came to be. But what I'm saying. And there ain't no really easy way to give an explanation for it. Well, it's being given to us. We're just experiencing it. Right. But this brain and this whole thing i mean it's, it can't just have happened it just can't have but it did happen we agree about that right no but i mean what no. in the, why in it's the happening. world why would the world with a brain there. no okay this is what freaks me out okay <laughs> if okay 
This is what fucking makes me just so mad and why I don't believe any of this shit. What shit? Whatever we're calling is reality or what I'm experiencing, right? Because it's so fucking stupid that my early years of consciousness, it was drilled into me that there's a God and he created everything, right? And then I am now... I'm uh, evolving in my thoughts and my and my actions and my words and how I think about reality and everything. And I'm still there's a piece, you know, a good chunk of me that believes in Jesus and God and all that stuff. But it That's is ridiculous now that science is coming around and saying something like a creator or simulation that someone made or what it, like. It, and this is what fucking tears me up. There's a big bang, right? It can't be anything until it creates a brain to realize that it's something. So the fucking big bang. Yeah. Can, can we, it had to. <laughs> that's really exciting. Get to the brain so that it can be real. And that's yeah. what God, God created humans so that's we could so see cool. that he loves, so he could love something. Yeah. It's the exact so same cool. thing. Whether it's the big bang or God yeah. or whatever, it's the same thing. The universe goes. It. Yeah, it explodes. <laughs> it creates all these atoms, and so cool. then it, it goes to planets, and then all of a sudden, there's some kind of amphibian cr- awareness emerge, uh, and is the, and becoming more. But it had to, and that's exactly what God did. And both you could say science or religion or faith, and they're yeah. the exact same fucking yeah. thing. The universe didn't exist until we said, <laughs> "Oh, it exists." This is so good. So imagine being in a universe stuff. that is nothing. Until you create a fucking idiot like me. Yeah, go, and this, this, this is fucking maybe, cool, this man. This is just the beginning. Look at this thing. The whole, you can look at the whole universe as a computer or brain that has a lot of more work to do to get all the way wired up. It's just too much. You know it's what I mean? We've already come real. this far. And it's just it's stupid real. us. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that crazy? It, can't it is be, crazy? it can't be so random and so purposeful at the same time. It just can't be. No, it can't be. There's two mm, contradictory that's a nice, ideas. That's a nice way to frame it. That right. is really nice. So it's, it's too what purposeful and random. It can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like that's impossible. Now, have you seen Forrest Gump? Uh, I, I have. have. I love it. He is trying to ask Mama in that movie. Is it? Uh, do I have a destiny, or is it all just accidental, that. like floating on a breeze? God. Yeah. Great question. And I don't, I don't know remember the answer. the answer, but you know, I don't think there is an answer. But it's, I, she think, she, I, think, I think she says the answer is it's both a little bit of both. I think she yeah. might say Sally Field knows it's a yeah. little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, I know it has to be, but it. She says, "Mama, what's my destiny?" And you know, oh God, oh force. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> if I watch that movie probably tonight, I probably cry. Movie. I probably cry. I just oh, it's, you yeah, know, I get absolutely. emotional and I just it just it means more to me now probably than it did when I first saw it. That's it's terrible. Such a great movie. It's the movie um, I've seen the most for sure by a long shot. Probably I mean, that's your number one movie. What the most? Oh, that's a good question. What's the number one movie I have seen? I'm going to think about that because this for sure that for uh, we have a guest tonight. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Was this new territory? This is a little bit of new territory. For you say guest? On... That's a little bit different than a Logan. Yeah, it may, well, she's a friend, and yeah. people know her. Yeah. Uh, we had but only on, for a few minutes. Yeah, 
Yeah, she's, she's just, just gonna, on first. She's just popping in. She's going to hop on and it. just say, hey, and, I'm, and we got something to talk about, and we'll talk about when she hops on here in a second. But um, so she's a certified sex and intimacy coach. Um, she's a member of the World Association of Sex Coaches. Um, she has her doctorate, and she was an occupational therapist for 14 years as Dr. Stormy. She was on our show when we were uh, called Bad Christian, the podcast we don't speak of anymore. Unspeakable. You know what I mean? Unspeakable. I mean, the, the thing that, you know, just unmentionable. Yeah. It birthed it's all over podcast, which is so fun. This podcast is fun. This is a this fun one. That other one was fun. And then it got a little, <laughs> a little it just got a little, it got just a little, ah, I can't even put it into words, but this one is fun. So her and I are starting a new show that's going to come out on this feed, probably on Fridays. Um, and we'll see if it's every two weeks, if it's once a month, maybe it'll be every week. I'm not sure. Um, but that we recorded our first episode and it is so good. And stormy is so awesome. I don't want to say all this while she's on here. Cause she'll get flustered and say, I was awesome or whatever, but I promise you she is so great. It's, it's like edutainment. I mean, she just has so much knowledge and answers things in a way that I cannot. And we just had a lot of fun today. And it's really funny because I, I kept trying to make her laugh, but she was being very professional like because she did not want to be saying crazy stuff. And she <laughs> she's trying to answer questions. Like we, we take questions. We take listener questions. We've got some really good ones in. You can send your listener questions in. Where can they send questions in probably for um, my new show? I would say probably an Emeryland Facebook group. Emeryland Facebook group? I, well, I think it needs to come. Maybe it just could come. It's hilarious what I'm about to say. They can send it to Toby at badchristian.com. <laughs> Toby, no, tobybadchristian at gmail.com. You can send it to Toby Bad Christian. <laughs> That's for all, I got to get it. It's all over. How do email, you get right? the ask or hello at emorymusic.com? Hey, Stormy. Can you hear us? Hi. Hey, gentlemen. Good. Nice to see you again. And you've not nice. met Devin before. Is that right? I have not. Hi, Devin. Nice no, to meet yeah. you. Nice to meet He's you. He's the other singer in our band. So. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's, People say that he sings like an angel and I sing like a plumber. So, <laughs> which I had it's a plumber okay. come to I had my plumber come to my house yesterday because <laughs> I, I tried so hard to fix the uh drain and I always am usually able to fix it. I changed everything, couldn't get it right. He comes in and it's just there's a clog like fifty feet down. So oh, he has so the he thing had to run the thing. Yeah. The snake at, thing that yeah. thing's so gross. Yeah, I know. So gross. And he, he was at my house for fifteen minutes and it was Two hundred and ten dollars, fifteen minutes. It's like thirteen or fourteen dollars an a minute. We all should have been. We all should have been plumbers. <laughs> I wish to God I would have done that. I'd be. I'd be. I mean, can you imagine just doing? I, I was like, should I just buy one of those things and just tell anybody I'll do it for a hundred? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll like you could probably less. just buy. One. Yeah, I can beat this price. It's insane. Anyway, sorry to talk about plumbers, but uh, yeah, Stormy, I was just introducing you before you came on. I was telling them about how you're a certified sex and intimacy coach and a member of the World Association of Sex Coaches. You got your doctorate and you're an occupational therapist for 14 years. So you got a lot of credentials. Um, and <laughs> a, lot of you, a lot of student debt, really. Oh, I know. <laughs> Good Lord, I got that too. If only I would have gone to college for only four years. That would have yeah. been good. <laughs> yeah, follow- I, tried, I tried that. I was, at, I was at Duke and I said to my dad, so what about like the five-year plan? And he's like four and you're cut off after that. So Oh, really? Oh, well, I didn't, my, I didn't talk, well, my parents didn't do anything. They didn't pay me for anything. So I, after four years, I was like, you know what I need? 
probably three more years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I got was my bachelor. That's it. Good Lord. But we, you and I have started a new podcast. And we're, I guess, did we decide on a name? We don't have to yet, but we can think about it. We tossed around some names that I, I like, but we'll... I'll give you all the name uh, on the next episode or whatever, and we'll put it out when we put out this episode with Stormy and I. But it was so fun making the episode with you because I was just like, it, we've, we have done bunches of episodes with people, you know, tried podcasts. Matt and I have tried a bunch of different podcasts. And people are usually nervous about others listening to them. They are very aware that somebody is listening to them at this moment, so they're very careful. But you're not that way. Like, I mean... You're uh, obviously you're super well spoken, but you just had a lot of fun. It was so I felt so relaxed. It was just so nice because it never happens when you start a new podcast. It's always tension, Matt. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. folks just know people are listening. I think. Mm-hmm. But that's so one just, of the things I love about the podcast. It feels like this kind of intimacy, like you're having, hearing people having like over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, like more than a show or something like that. That's totally. what I mean. That's I was surprised at how much I like podcasts. I had actually never even listened to one before I started one. Really? <laughs> so that was a little <laughs> Oh wow, that's interesting. That's fun. There's a yeah. there's a it's definitely a medium where some people just can't you know, are just completely going to be uncomfortable with it, like having a camera in your face or, or yeah. something like that. It's just the awareness of the microphone is eating up so much bandwidth that they mm-hmm. feel you know whatever that is, but it's also um it, it, the intimacy thing is weird to look back on you know, I know there's so the heaviest pressure ever is just to fill every space, no matter what, in the conversation, and then mm-hmm. leap into some big question or whatever like that. And I mean, that is like a podcast can be good if you can just let a little space, but it's so scary. Like, why is that yeah, so scary? If, so I, if I just scary. slow down mm-hmm. now, yeah. that's so scary. But is it into you think that's intimacy? I mean, what is that? Yeah, I mean, I think like pregnant pause, right? Like we're not mm-hmm. really comfortable with pause kind of collectively. We tend to fill space. Like, you know, I just I just became an empty nester. My son's off to college. I just downsized my house dramatically. My dog passed away. And I was like, I was noticing I was just filling the space because there's this big space of all of a sudden being an empty nester. And the other day, like in my meditation, I was like, I don't need to fill the space. Like I can just chill and like see what I want to fill the space with. And that felt like, an interesting like tangible of like actually not filling my space with you know same thing with conversation like just being able to be comfortable with pause i used to be horribly uncomfortable with pause and now i really like pause <laughs> so i'm still bad at it i can't i hate it like i just it went even i feel bad when i'm listening to a podcast and there's a there's like more than three <laughs> seconds it kills me like i was listening to a podcast yesterday it was a sports podcast and there was like four and a half seconds of just silence. And I was like, they, my podcast stopped. It, you know, I, I immediately had to answer. There had to be an answer for it. There's no way anybody would make me sit in silence like that with the speakers, you know, just a little bit of that. Br- and that's you know, that, but is it, is it because it's that bad? Like, you know, a lot of people can't ever have a moment when they're not listening to a podcast or doing yes. something. And if that's the podcast me, gives four seconds of silence there, what's the, mm-hmm. what's the scary thing that happens there? Do you think? It, well, I, think, to, I mean, yeah. to me, you need to be with your thoughts, right? You're going to right. be with yourself. Like, we don't do that very often, right? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell you one of the wildest things I've ever done, and I've done some wild things in my days, uh, was a 12-hour long, they call it white tantra meditation, and you meditate what? for 12 hours. No. 
Like, let me just tell That's you what crazy. I really learned is what an asshole what? I am. Like, you really get to sit with your like self. For how does that work? Hours. How does it? I mean, how can? How do you get? Do you? How do you train or get used to? I mean, was oh, that? I'm, how? Was, what was the longest people, you had done before that? Like maybe thirty minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never done more than twenty minutes of meditation, and even that, it's like I, you did twelve good. hours. Yeah, it was totally surreal i mean and i was like my therapist had like recommended for to me for years he's he's a kundalini guy and he's like you should do it you should do it and i was like no i don't think so and finally i just was like screw it i'm gonna go do it and it was wild but it's it really what made me think to share that is like you sit with yourself in it was mostly silence there was a little bit of chanting but it was mostly silence for 12 hours and you really get to see the repetition of your thoughts like and where you get stuck and where you keep going back to you know, and it's so it was incredibly challenging, incredibly amazing. I'm glad I did it. I won't do it again. Wow. <laughs> you know, so man, <laughs> that is intense. Uh, and that okay. was tantric or tantra. How does tantra it's interface called, with it's that? white tantra? So it's it's a white tantra meditation. So there's you know different kinds of tantra, and so this is very esoteric and um, ethereal, and uh, and not about like the sexy part of tantra at all. But it was very it was really beautiful, and um, everyone's wearing all white, and it was pretty pretty incredible but it was probably a one and done for me but i'm glad i did it <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't know if i could go one hour that I, I i thought that was interesting what you said the thoughts that keep coming back i bet that was pretty interesting like that that there's probably were several thoughts that were the same ones and you're like oh i'm thinking of that again and that i guess that yeah. kind of has you a little bit like that totally and we learned that from neuroscience right how much of our how many thoughts we have in a day and how what a huge percentage of them are repetitive but when you get to observe it for a, basically a whole day, <laughs> you're like, wow, there are a lot of repeated thoughts, most of which, in my experience, weren't, weren't positive, right? You got to see the repetition of like the negative thought mm. patterns. And then that allows you a place to maybe start to change them. Because I think I have a billion, billion, zillion thoughts, but I probably only have like 75. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, like you think you're your brain's all over the place. Yeah. I, oh, I think every, unlimited, but it's not really true. It's just, yeah, you know. No. It would have taken me so long to get past the thought of how quiet it was. I know. Like, think about, like, how long did that take you? You might be more disciplined than I am, but if I'd have sat there, and, and I like quiet. I do like quiet. I ride in the car with no music pretty much 99% of the time, <clears throat> and I don't really listen to podcasts very much. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, some good ones here and there. So I don't mind the quiet, but. I know for a fact if I'd been in a room for intentionally to be quiet, that'd oh, be hard for it would probably take me two hours to stop thinking how quiet it was. Yeah. I mean, the I mean? quiet was something. And then the, there was a lot of um, chanting like they, so you're, you're sitting across from someone, but you're not interacting with them. Um, and they were yeah. pairing men and women that if you were like, went with, I went with a girlfriend though. So she and I were paired. And so all the men are in one line and all the women are in one line. So then she or I like played the man or played the woman switched but there was a lot of chanting <laughs> for me what was like the, the gentleman to my left was really off key and it was bugging the <laughs> shit out of me like and i was like i'm such a bitch just like let it be let it be and i couldn't like it was really distracting for me um like really off key like uh, and he was really loud and, and so it was interesting but then i had this really cool moment. i mean this was years ago but i remember this moment like it was yesterday i had this moment where like I got into such a place of stillness that all of a sudden it's his voice sounded like melodic. And I was like, what just nice. happened? 
And then it, oh. but then I got back in my head, and then I was aware of it again. But it was like it shifted. His voice didn't all of a sudden come right. on pitch, you know, on tune. It was That's like wild. it was an interesting shift about just for me to be aware of how often we really are in judgment, you know, and and. And people, judgment gets a bum rap, but the reality is we're oh, in judgment a lot, cool. and can you just yeah. own it? Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a, so the judgment was the filter that you were listening with, the judgment filter, and then when you started to, li- he, li- did you like it, or you just, it was like you, what was it like when you didn't judge it? Yeah, I mean, I would, the funny thing is that what I noticed is I was kind of got into this like altered state, and I was like, his voice sounds like an angel. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what just happened? And then I was listening. I mean, it's just so funny to watch how we would get into our heads, right? I mean, Toby, we were talking earlier on the podcast about like, are they say our, like our brain is our greatest like sexual organ. And I say it's true, but it's also our greatest barrier to fabulous sex because we get up into our head and then we're not in our body. We're not in our breath. We're not yeah. in our presence. We're in thought, right? And thought yeah. is usually future tripping or past tripping, you know? Yeah, so it's a is, good it's a good practice. You don't have to do twelve hours of meditation to practice presence. But <laughs> I would have been so worried, like if my stomach growled or somebody farted near me or any. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would have been every because there had to be some sound, like something, somebody moving a little bit. I, I mean, that's what's so hard for me in meditation is I cannot stop my brain. But like, I cannot listen to somebody go. Now take a deep breath. Whatever their voice tone is, any of that stuff. Like you were saying, you listen to that guy. I mean, I cannot. I think mm-hmm. the only way I can do meditation if is is if it's just music. Any voice, I can. Mm-hmm. On, I cannot stop thinking about what their voice sounds like, what they must look like, who they are. Why did they say it that way? What's that accent? Like my brain will not anything unless it's just a smooth tone, like you know, maybe even just brown noise or something like that. Which uh, Andrew Huber, Huberman said you're supposed to play white noise or brown noise while you work. Like that, yeah, that puts you into some kind of zone. I was like, that's kind of, that's pretty cool. But um, anyway, enough of that. So uh, Stormy's just dropping in tonight. But yeah, we have our podcast. Be on the lookout for that. That's going to start coming out on our feed uh, in the next week or two. And uh, we'll have a good name for it and some uh, branding and all that stuff. But um, what we do on the podcast is uh, we have a good time. We, you know, we learn more about each other. And, and uh, I want you guys to know more about Stormy. But also we take listener questions. And so you can send in your questions to us. We'll have a link in the bio, but, uh, I thought we could do a question tonight, uh, just to show you what, you know, we're kind of been doing, if that's cool with you guys. So we'll let Stormy answer and then y'all have some thoughts on this one. Um, and so we use all aliases and I was saying, uh, I I thought, I thought Stormy would die laughing. Like the one, the first one I read this, uh, really serious. So, uh, I read this, I said this, this song, I'm sorry, this song, this question comes from Willis Dickfit. And Stormy just <laughs> stared at the camera. I was like, I said, that's a joke. And she goes, oh, I'm not, you're not supposed to ever laugh at somebody when you're doing, you know, coaching or anything like that. So it was she, like my therapist hat came on. I'm like, what if that was really his name? And I'm like laughing. Nice Willis Dickman. <laughs> but now, now I'm on to you, Toby. Now, yeah, now yeah. I'm on to you. Yeah, yeah. So. Now you know. Uh, so this, this question comes from Buster Cherry. I think my girlfriend is addicted to her phone, uh, social media slash social media. I look at my phone a lot too, but this seems to be getting in the way of our relationship. It also stops me from pursuing her sexually as well because she lays in bed and just scrolls. So I just don't ask her if we're having sex tonight. I brought this up to her, but she gets a little defensive and says she's just trying to decompress from her long hours at work. Is this a red flag for marriage? Hmm. What do you think, Stormy? 
Well, so I mean, a couple parts to that question, right? Um, the like tech addiction, right? I, t- I took actually, I took a like a basic certification in tech addiction uh, like a year or two ago. And what I found, what I learned in that is that it's actually very alarming how many of us would be de- by definition addicted to tech. Really? Um, particularly in like younger generations. Uh, but even our generation, um, my generation, I'm going to be 46 uh, next month. And, and it really the, one of the things I remember from that certification was that for most people in the United States, our phone is never more than 12 inches from us. And I mean, never, like even in the shower, it might be like <laughs> on your counter. Lord. And I was like appalled and sort of intrigued by that all at once. I started paying attention and like, here's my phone right here, less than 12 inches from yeah. me. You yeah. know, it's yeah. so, well, yeah, it's so yeah. wild. So, you know, but, but that being said that, uh, you know, I was, uh, there was a recent study of like 143 couples that said that 70% of those couples, 73%, excuse me, had reported that the phone and tech had negatively impacted their relationship um, recently. Like this was in the last six months. Um, and so there's actually a term for it. They call it fubbing, like phone plus snubbing, like so to be fubbed, right? To Like fubbing that happens in relationships. Uh. And so, um, you know, I think it, you know, it can be a problem for sure. It can actually be an addiction. But, you know, thinking about more of a, a solution-based answer to that question would be really like, one of the things I say all the time is like communicating, right? The red flag would only come if this, if this listener didn't like, let's it build into resentment in their partnership yeah. and right, like, like, Oh, she prefers her phone over me or, uh, and then also that he mentioned not initiating sex because he's afraid of just being turned down. She'd rather squirrel. Right. So now we're getting into assumptions about why our partner's doing something. So really like yeah. the red flag would be if you let it build into resentment. But I think, you know, as far as tech stuff, I mean, and I have to do this myself. I have to check myself on it for sure. And definitely have to check my 18 year old who it's like another appendage. His, his phone yeah. is for him, you know, but is that his phone like decompression time. So like have device free days is a, is a great, you know, thing to do or have like no phone zones. Right. So no phones and people used to do like don't answer the phone during dinner when we used to have like actual phones with cords, you know, but that was a rule in my house growing up and maybe no phone zones or device free zones or no phones in the bedroom. Like as a, as a sex coach, we used to always talk about no TVs in the bedroom. The TV bedrooms are for sleeping and having sex. Right. But now we all have these little TVs that are less than yeah. 12 inches from us at all times. So, you know, setting some guidelines together with your partner to, but, the first thing that needs to happen is a commun- is a is a communication. That's not an easy one to say. Hey, I really like for me how what the, I make this mean is that you'd rather be on Instagram than making love to me, and that feels yeah. really crappy, you know. And and having those conversations, I would recommend not in that moment when you're feeling fucked, mm. you know. I would recommend yeah. later to say, hey, you know, th- I've noticed this is becoming a pattern, and and the gentleman at, said that for his wife, it's a form of decompression. So, what other ways could she decompress? Right? What other ways yeah. can she relieves stress after a long day. You know, sex is a great one if if she's open to that. So um, having those conversations, you know, and I probably will answer most questions that way. There's always an element of communication so that it doesn't lead to resentments. Yeah, 100%. I, I, uh, the thing that I hate about it is the phone probably is better than a person. Like I, people are more valuable, but I mean, it is so uh, silky sweet. You know what I mean? It is just so everything. I mean, it gives you entertainment. It gives you the news, the information connects you with people that you can be talking to while you're laying in that bed. And it really can do more than your partner in a way. Like, I mean, and people, I think like it can be more important to you and you have to realize, wait a minute, 
What yeah. is that? It, because that's just hmm. some, that is a, a connection that isn't actually as organic or real. And then there's a human beside you. And then, and I worry about that even with myself, like with my kids, I know they see me because I'm always, I mean, I'm, I know I'm doing work. I'm answering an email or a text message or figuring something out or buying something from our family, you know, but they just see me on the looking, staring at this little screen and not them. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. I actually heard on uh, the pivot podcast. It was Kara Swisher. She said her son ordered this thing and it's a box and you can put your phone in it and it's a timer. And it will not open until that time is up. So you cannot get your phone for how many <laughs> how many hours or minutes you set it for, right? And I was like, oh, man, that's such a good idea. And then I immediately flashed to me with a baseball bat smashing the thing trying to get my <laughs> phone out. I was like, yeah. I, probably, I probably would try to destroy it at some point to get that phone because I need – there's something I have to do or something. That's the thing. It's like oh. I have to do this. I, you know, I got to write that email. It's just easy. Right. I, I, I mean, I was – I really – I'm trying to consider, should I just keep the phone that I have and make it Wi-Fi and get a flip phone? And and the, the phone that I have, it can only be used on Wi-Fi. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then I just, when I'm out, I have a, just a cell phone and that's it. Like there is part of me that thinks I should do that for my brain and for my body yeah. and mentality and everything, but I don't know if I will. I'll probably chicken out. But. <laughs> I mean, I think you could also like think about, is it critical or is it important? right like with phones because it, it dings right it, i mean it's literally yeah. like designed to like get your attention and then you're like quickly going to you know same thing in the morning i used to like have it right by my bed i still do because it's my yeah. alarm but i won't touch it won't look at it my son has a special ding because he's off to college i want to know if he's texting me and to me that feels critical everything else can wait until after my my meditation and my cup of tea for, for me, you know? And so yeah. looking at, is it critical or is it important? Because we get, we get that we get into patterns for sure when it comes to tech. Yeah. 100%. Well, Stormy, thank you for joining that, us tonight. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to, I was going to let her go. You got something to say, Matt? No, I was just saying that on that. I was, you, I'm just curious still about that. You know, that question I was just going to say on that, that I wonder if, if he feels that she's, do, if, like the communication aspect you said, I wonder if he feels like she's doing it on purpose or if he has done any communication. And if he did, that's what I was thinking. The trap I would fall into there is I would make it about this issue and I would make it right now. And I would say, you're choosing this over me right now, you know, in this, in this one moment. And I would make it about the sex or whatever it was, but you know, you know, they may not have any, ability to communicate on stuff like that and then yeah. it's like right. then you make it yeah. all about the phone but it's not that's not what it you know what it is right i think yeah. he said that she got defensive when he tried to bring it up and it's like yeah because there's always how there's open is she there right yeah. like yeah right. exactly like right. well you you're choosing instagram over me well maybe or maybe she's answering a really important email i mean right we're making assumptions mm-hmm. about it so having a conversation to say hey like that doesn't feel good it, i interpret that because it's really all about what we make something mean right relationships right. are all about how we internalize that. So I make that mean Instagram is more important to you than I am or sex is, you know, and then she gets to respond to say that isn't true at all. Or, you know, gosh, this actually is kind of feeling true. I'm feeling disconnected from you or I don't even like you right now or whatever it might be, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Stormy. Well, I'm looking forward to podcasting with you more. Uh, that's uh, so th- actually it's going to come out this Friday. We're when you l- you're listening to us right now, it's going to come out this Friday. And so, uh, yeah, awesome. y'all check it out. It'll be a nice, a nice, uh, episode for you, you guys to listen to and learn more about Stormy. And it is really great. So, uh, Stormy, thanks for joining us tonight. You're and, welcome. Uh, yeah. Thank you'll you. Be, Have a good you'll evening, be back guys. soon. Well, thanks Stormy. Bye-bye. Have a good night. 
Um, one of the names for the questions I said was Eileen Ulick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is so funny. Eileen Ulick. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh, Y'all want to do some damn news? Yeah. Yeah. I Love was thinking we, could, we hadn't done some in a while. And uh, you know what? I need to, I, I think I've gotten some uh, Ask You Shall Receive questions, but I don't know where they're at. So I'll try to do that on the next episode as well because we haven't done those in a while. Um, and then we'll have to pay some bills here in a minute, but we'll do uh, at least one or two news stories. Uh, I thought this was just interesting. It comes from uh, DunyanNews.tv, which, you know, is a super famous site, apparently. Uh, aging Hollywood sign gets a facelift. Uh, let's see. The nine-letter, uh, so in a, let's see, the, the sign, the nine-letter landmark that beams down on Tinseltown turns 100 years old in 2023. Can you believe that? So in 1923 is when the Hollywood Crazy. sign got put up. That's cool. I know. It really is. Now, and it's just, to me, it's a symbol of like movies and stuff, but in 2020, I mean, 1923, were movies that big already? Was that I a, mean, it was something. I don't know. It I was something, I guess, but I mean, Not, it wasn't like bit that big. Was is that when Charlie Chaplin? When was like when were the first movies? You know, no. I'm gonna look it up right now because I have no idea. I would assume I was thinking like 1920. Oh, the first. Oh, I mean, they uh, had the you know st- stuff earlier. Little than stuff that, like but, they had the horse in motion sound and stuff. It was like you yeah. know, it was like a, a picture show. The horse looks like it's running. That was the very first one in. When did they have the first talkie? When was the first talkie? The one where they have where they actually uh, have audio. Let's say ten. This comes, this comes from oldest.org. <laughs> <laughs> so the number one. Uh, let's say it's the top ten list here. The number one movie, uh, oldest movie ever, was called Round Hay Garden Scene, and it's just a garden. It's not. It's a media. It's not a full length movie, right? But right. it was. Uh, Release date was October 14th, 1988, and it's 2.11 seconds. 1888. What did I say? 1988. But what oh, yeah. is what's the first movie with sound? Let's see here. I'm looking it up. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I would okay. call that the first you know, movie in the sense and played in a theater. They already had theaters and then sound, I think. I don't even know if that's true. Oh, this is cool. Number nine. In 1897, they filmed and showed a whole boxing match. It was the Corbett Fitzsimmons fight, and it was a hundred nice. minutes long. That's really crazy. And then there, uh, some there was a movie in nineteen oh two. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, but first movie so, was sound. We don't got that. I'll look it up. I'm keep I'm talking. doing it right now. But but what I was gonna say is, um, that means that yeah, in twenty in nineteen twenty three, movies were a real thing. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying. It's I'm typing this in wrong. I said first movie. Oh, damn it. Did soundtrack. You haven't found it yet? I'm almost there. I see. See something. if I can find it. The Jazz Not, Singer, yeah. 1927. So which that's, was, that's the, yeah. when the Hollywood sound was. So that's the time that movies yeah. started exactly, basically, yeah, yeah. in the form we know them. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, okay, so so it's old. We now, you know, But anyway. Um, 100 years of movies. That's where we are, basically. Basically, uh, so a, almost 400 gallons of paint and primer will be lavished. They're, they're remodeling this thing, and it'll be lavished upon the 45-foot sign. Uh, work begins Monday with a crew of 10 people prepping and pressure washing. And the sign, um, oh, now it just goes on to just tell you why the sign is cool or whatever. But anyway, I thought that it was interesting that, is that, 
what is the most iconic American symbol? That's got to be up there, right? Like what when you think about America and, and something that where you know like maybe even a Nike symbol or, or I was thinking like the Statue of Liberty, but that came from France, and I was like, I don't know if the Statue of Liberty represents America as much as the Hollywood sign. I would right? say that when th- the way you would have to measure the question you're asking would be internationally. Yeah, if you flashed up a picture for one second right and they say united states like what's yeah. the number one one that, that gets the most immediate one second it, like it wouldn't states. be mount rushmore not, or the not counting the flag not counting the flag right well i'm just saying uh, i mean yeah, that's probably not the trick, flag but you know I, what i mean, I mean that, but i'm yeah, saying that, that, that's actually a photograph most but like a photograph of yeah. mount rushmore a photograph of the arch a in st louis of right a, yeah. a photograph of the statue of liberty uh and the Hollywood sign of the two that the are most Hollywood in my mind. I would mind. say Statue of Liberty might be bigger. Really? Yeah. More, maybe. More but I mean, that's probably inter- top international. Two. I'm saying when you think of America, you would think of the Hollywood yeah. sign before. You would think of Which the Statue would of Liberty. more I clue think. you into this is, oh, that's the USA, baby. Yeah, yeah. Statue of Liberty. Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, the Hollywood sign might be as big as it gets. I mean, because they right. even have a Bollywood that's just a derivative of, in, right. you know what I mean? Like, that just means Hollywood. Like. Hollywood think, is globally yeah. more a big deal than the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty think, is like, more think, about yeah, like think about in China. They don't give a shit about Statue of Liberty, but they all. consume billions and billions. Like the right. our movie deals with China, are the biggest thing. Right. I think the Hollywood yeah, they, sign. I think Hollywood sign. Yeah, but they. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because I mean, I just I think the well, that's I mean, just the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. A bunch of people in just some country go. I don't know. It's a landmark in some country. They right. They you know Hollywood sign. Well, that move Hollywood. Yeah. Global. Maybe. I think, yeah. I think people think America, and they think like uh, Jared from Subway, the White House. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Even the White House, the White I don't know House. if people would know what that was. Yeah, I'm talking I don't about know. if you just went I to agree. some random country and asked a nine-year-old. Like, they'll know how Hollywood is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they Hollywood won't know sign. what that statue was. Yeah, because that it, build, it, it, government building, they won't know what the Pentagon. Hollywood, is. the Hollywood sign captures more like seediness too, and money, and wealth, and uh, fame, and all. You know, everything about America is coming here and making something yeah. huge out of yourself. Yeah, more than right. just the statue. It symbolizes. Of I mean, you know yeah, I mean? it connects. I bet immediately. And that sign is the the. I mean, that's a really strong point. I mean, they put their name on it, and it's one of the biggest possible visual exports of our whole country probably yeah yeah you're right yeah that's crazy it's insane that's pretty serious stuff and it's been there a hundred years how long you think it'll be there <laughs> about 10 more years <laughs> that's yeah, a complicated question isn't it? i mean if we got taken over that would be the thing they would they would tear down that and the statue of liberty immediately. you know what i mean they tear yeah. that down. Like if this was Red Dawn, like the movie yeah. Red Dawn, they just come and tear down that Hollywood sign, and they're like, "Fuck you!" I know it's been vandalized a certain amount of times ass. and stuff. You know what I mean? But I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right, I got another one for you. This one that was weird. So I just follow me here. It's from our old buddies at Huffington Post. FDA warns against using Nyquil as a. Can you guess? Uh, sexual you lubricant. Oh, that is a very good guess. <laughs> Devin, what is your guess? <laughs> Get this and for that, you should use Dayquil. Put that Nyquil on this dick. Put that Nyquil on my dick. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so Matt, Matt's done. That <laughs> yeah, I, I'm worried. That I I've already know, been I mean, sleeping on my damage. <laughs> I don't know. I would guess some kind of 
alcoholic drink or something. Another, another good drug. guess. Another good guess. If you don't have much money, you go to a party, you drink that NyQuil, it'll get you good. No, actually, as a chicken marinade. Wow. Y'all were both way chicken off. Marinade? Yeah. There's a recipe for that. The Food and Drug Administration has offered Americans some food for thought. It is a bad idea to use NyQuil as a chicken marinade. The federal agency felt obligated to issue the warning in light of a social media challenge encouraging people to cook chicken and NyQuil and other cough medicine. That's the best one since slap your teacher or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or eat Tide Pods or whatever, you know. Yeah, Tide Pods. The FDA's uh, release notes that the idea of cooking chicken in cough syrup is silly and unappetizing, but also dangerous. Boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. It could also hurt your lungs. Man, that uh, yeah, that's what they say. So, I mean, there's just some, it's probably on TikTok or something. People start that, just showing, pouring NyQuil so, all over chicken. It seems and, quite dangerous the times we're in with TikTok. <laughs> it really is scary, but that's why it makes me laugh now because that's so fucking right. funny that people can make up social media challenges that people even sometimes they're fake right but people really do do it which isn't that's not really the funny part the funny part is the people that get super worried and upset about yep. them that makes me laugh so right. hard that you can make you can just do something stupid as a joke and you can get the fda to do that i know <laughs> like that is so funny right they like, can I think of a social time. media challenge that will cause a statement to go out from the FDA? <laughs> you know, like, can I think of right. it? Because I bet I can. Because there's that certainly something awesome. I would do, and I would do it to myself, the right. FDA, and then maybe it could catch on, and the FDA would issue, actually, don't do, and then the stupidest <laughs> possible thing, which is how you right. come up with the idea. That is so funny. I, that yeah, Very funny. that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I wanna. What is a good? We should come up with one to see let's, if we can just, get a response. <laughs> I, I, I promise I mean, you can do it. I promise oh, you can succeed to to maybe not get the FDA, whatever. But to you could probably come up with the social media challenge that you were willing to do yourself that would have a chance of catching on, but be hilariously yeah. borderline harmful to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to pour. Emery's uh, rub some dirt on it, hot sauce in your butt. Yeah, help you, like, you have to put it up your butt. Uh, uh, Emery hot sauce. You can't know. do that on TikTok though, so I would never catch on. Yeah, it has to be just. Oh, right. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It has to be something that it has to be something people will do or something. It'll have to hit yeah. hit people just right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's all I got now. Um, you know how many people got hurt by the ice bucket challenge? Oh my god. Oh, yeah. god. I mean, hurt. A what lot. about the one where they they a lot made the the milk crate staircase up and down? <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. Yes, they yes, walked up right. like four milk crates high, and then they fall. You know, fall just <laughs> land on the, the ground. Screaming. Do it? No, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, they you know, know, but they, but they kind of don't know. They go, well, people wouldn't do it if you could get right. really hurt. Like you know, there's right. a, I understand what that border is, and I I don't really want to do it. I don't yeah. really want to be responsible for people falling off those milk crates. Yeah. You know, I don't really want that, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, funny. We were talking about the brain earlier, maybe on the other side. I'd love to talk about that Lex Friedman, uh, did you listen, Ray Kurzweil episode. Did you listen to that yeah. yet, Matt? Yeah, it's Kurzweil's wild. amazing. Let's I've talk never, about that. See, I've never been able to see him and, like, get his vibe, but I thought that I, after I get, I, I like him a lot more after 
understand his affect because I didn't think he was that. I didn't think he was that type of person that he right. was putting out there. But I know his st- stuff, but right. I just didn't know how he was as a person. So I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought I just thought it was so good and the way they talked and and the things. That, so we'll talk about that in part two because there's another article that I found I wanted to just discuss about computer models could be the next step in decoding the brain. And decoding the brain, they were talking about the brain. I uh, just, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just insane. But uh, that is part due, which is coming up right now. All you have to do is join Emory be in Emoryland. You can go to, uh, I guess it's emorymusic.com to join. Um, you get all a part due, which is a whole nother hour of us just mm. shoot. I mean, just not shooting the shit, just killing it, murdering. I don't think most of our fans are up. We say I don't. I don't think they can. No, no, no. We get really nasty on that side. Real. Like we all take our shirts off. The video for that is fucking insane. Just unreal nude. Just video. unreal boobs. Um, man, man boobs. Uh, so yeah, go to emorymusic dot com. You get uh all the Emory catalog. Our new. We're doing the drums right now for one of the songs, and then we're gonna have our. I keep saying it, I'm ready for this thing to be, come out. But uh, we have one last song to lay down the drums and get it mixed and mastered. And then we'll have a, a whole cover EP that all of Emory Landers are going to get. Um, and you'll get your name read. I'll read that in a minute. You get your name read on this podcast. If you join Emory Land, go to emorymusic.com to join. Um, also, our custom songs are on sale. Go to emorymusic.com to order as well. Everything's at emorymusic.com. It's great. But these things are mm-hmm. selling quickly and we are making them for your Christmas presents. Uh, we can probably do earlier. We got some that we are due in October working on those right now. So if you want it earlier, like November, that's fine. We can definitely work with your schedule, but we are thinking, go ahead and tell everybody. So we have plenty of time to write you a song and this could be the best Christmas present you ever gave anybody. Every single song we've ever written, people have loved. It was just been awesome. We keep meeting people at shows that are like, we got a song from you. It's our favorite song. I cried. It's so good. You know, we should get some videos of people listening to the song the first time. That'd be cool. Um, but you can go to emorymusic.com to get that. Yeah, yeah. Ugly cry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Ugly crying to an Emory custom song yeah. sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. If you that, get yourself an ugly cry, we'll post it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay. So this week, the, the clubbers, the new clubbers, uh, they sent in words that make them kind of cringe make them feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable all right okay okay Mine's so cringe. we got the first one is uh josh hood and his word is this is one is bad it's mucus his nice. word you know you know mucus is one that just you know these other ones are kind of interesting i think too though uh, now, do you then, believe josh, that that these can be na- like reverse associations or, uh, you know, because you have to kind of make the case that the word is inherent in mucus. You think that the word itself is like if you didn't know the meaning, you would still identify it as that's that's a little yuck. Right. And yeah. therefore, it maybe fits fits appropriately. That's what I'm saying. The I would say maybe it's pretty appropriate. Mucus gross. feels pretty appropriate for. Right. Like for what the substance is. You should treat it like mucus. Yeah. Like I think a booger is a booger. Yes. I mean, that's supposed to sound you yuck. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you're not is. supposed to yeah. want to engage it. Also, that was, caution. That, that new clubber's called Josh Hood, which I think is Josh Head in it's our Josh band. Head for sure. He just doesn't want us to know that he's yeah, a yeah. huge fan of this podcast. Yeah. That's definitely Josh Head. Next one is Caleb uh, Pena. Pena. His word is he doesn't like is clogged. <laughs> clogged? <laughs> clogged. Clogged. That one bothers oh. him. 
I don't know if you like. It's kind of hard to say. Clogged. Well, yeah, it's a, maybe it's he awkward means word. the way. Just it's an awkward word to yeah. say. Yeah, but there's not a negative. Feels yeah, it's yeah, not it gross. Kinda, yeah, it's exactly. not necessarily just gross. It just makes them okay. kind of cringe a little bit, you know. And also, yeah, you got to think like, about. Well, think about what's clogging that sink. You know what I mean? Clog. Like, oh, that hair. I mean, have you? I mean, I got two daughters and a wife, and the hair. The okay, hair okay, I can see this. It's unbelievable. And and when it gets this. clogged. Wet, mm-hmm. gross hair that's been sitting in that nice. uh, pee trap is yeah. so stinky. Yeah. It is the it's fucking bad. worst. Or a toilet cloth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Do you the know, shit. I mean, I can't help it, but solving those <laughs> type of particularly shit. horrible and, problems <laughs> may always get a great satisfaction when I succeed at yeah. sol- like getting that, you know. Right. It's like other people like popping pimples. I don't mind unclogging right. a toilet or getting that yeah, you hair out. I don't yeah, yeah. I mean... It. I mean, I, I, I mind like it, it, but it gives like me a reward because I know how bad it is, and I can make myself do it or yeah. something. Yeah. I, you know. But is there a scarier sight than brown dookie water? Scary, oh, scary. That's so exciting. It's so <laughs> exciting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh my <laughs> That's God. a dangerous game, my friend. It's, it's <laughs> you ever had it? You're like, I think this will flush. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Yeah. no! No 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 overflow! <laughs> oh yeah. man, it's, when it gets yeah. right to the top oh. and stops, it's oh. like the. I mean, it's like winning plinko. It's unbelievable. Um, oh. That's right. fun. You know it's fun. Yeah, you know your life's better for having experienced it. That yeah. is true. Jared Matthews has an interesting one. How about this word that makes you kind of not feel good? Slacks. 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 I don't like the slacks. usage, but it's not you know gross I mean? or awkward. No, it, it just makes you feel a little weird, like slacks. I was thinking it does kind of bother me a little bit. Slacks? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, you better put go put on some slacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like that word. I, I don't think. like that word. Slacks? I, start, I might start up with that. No. It feels. Stay t- yeah, I need stay to start tuned. using that. Stay tuned. Yeah. I'm going to try to integrate that one. I'm gonna try and pick that up. Man, where are my slacks? Have you seen my, my slacks? slacks? Have you seen my? If you're asking for your slacks, you just—that's disgusting. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That is disgusting. That I love it. All right, we got Jared Matthews uh, dripping. You just did him? Didn't you? Did I do Jared Matthews already? I think. Yeah. All right, Brandon Morris. I'm sorry, Brandon Morris dripping. That's what you know. Dripping. dripping? Drip. Drip. Depends on where it's dripping from. What's the, when I say the word dripping? What is the first thing that pops in your mind? Probably a faucet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I got to be honest. I know what Matt's thinking. I mean, I'm definitely Matt, thinking. say what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking dripping, you know, you know what. You know what. <laughs> you know what. Everybody knows what we're saying. Dripping wet. <laughs> throbbing. Remember the word throbbing? <laughs> throbbing. You know what. Dripping and throbbing. In fact, that's what I'm going to call, I'm gonna call that, and that from now on for the rest of my life. I'm going to call it a you know what. <laughs> it's a, the, you, you know what. But it's, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's dripping. both dripping and throbbing currently. <laughs> that's the thing I'm talking Slippery. about. Slippery. <laughs> I haven't heard one word that's a bad one. I'm surprised it hasn't been on the list. Mucus. Oh no no no! Oh no! I'm saying uh, what I'm thinking about. Daniel Height, his is phlegm. Phlegm is phlegm. Phlegm. That's, that's a, I mean that's a dumb one. Mucus, yeah. yeah phlegm is dumb because pH. What a wasted pH. Yeah, I know. And then a G before the M. Yeah, yeah. there's a G. Yeah, that's a, that word sucks. That's stupid. Yeah, I thought for sure we'd hear moist. Yeah, People hate the word moist. You're right. 
People don't like that one. I think everybody's that. expressed that, though. These are new ones. That's true. It's the uh, second generation. This one is very words. funny. The word that bothers people is rural. <laughs> it's, it's so awful. That's not a great word. Like that word. It's so I, rural. awful. Rural. That's a bad word. It's not good. Rural. Not good. Yeah, I mean, it's why in the why rural part. Rural. Rural. I say that word a lot. Rural. It's like a dog. I say that word a lot of times when people ask where I'm from, I wind up saying that we're from a rural part. Fuck. See, I, rural. This, I, you can't, <laughs> I say that rural. word all the time with rural. no trouble, and now I can't say it anymore. Rural. 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 I said it to somebody today. I explained to them that I was from a, a rural part of South Carolina. Of South Carolina. <laughs> now I, I need mean, a new word because I can't. Actually, I mean, I'm not from the city. I'm from a rural part of the, rural. T- of the world. Rural. I mean, everybody in my family in South Carolina rural. would say rural. 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 Yeah, yeah I'm going to say rural. 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 Yes, rural. R-U-L. Rural. 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 Yeah, they hear me. That's probably what I'm saying to people. I'm saying I'm rural. from a rural part. Rural. A rural part, like R-U-L-E. That's what they hear yeah, me like say. Yeah, I'm from Not a rural, rural part of South Carolina. Yeah, that's what they hear me say probably. Because I don't say rural, rural because I would not say that. You say rural. I couldn't say that. No. My dad could never say Rolls Royce. He would always say that Roy's Rush or something like that. So I can't imagine him saying rural. He would never pronounce the L. Devin's rural. dad couldn't say plastic. Rural. Yeah, he, my dad said plasket. Plasket. <laughs> plasket. As long as I remember. And what did he call, uh, was it testosterone or something? What was oh, it? Uh, that was like pistachio. A, that was like a brain fart. Yeah. But he goes, Joyce, have I taken my pistachio yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite, favorite thing is people my using pistachio. words that are completely not anywhere close yeah. and everybody knows it. Exactly, exactly what you mean, what they mean. and I s- <laughs> right. promise you that's not, but that is a hundred percent valid. Yeah. Like if yeah. you communicate, done. It does not matter if it yeah. works. You did it. If people 100%. know what you mean. That's true. All right, we're headed to part two. We'll see y'all in, uh, in a minute.